I don't distinguish between gratitude and happiness easily. I think that they're both um, just a grace. You know, I just a think grace. that, you know, I think that happiness and gratitude are both similar in that it's just like, it's like a breeze on a, on a hot day. You know, it's like it comes and goes and, and, right, right. and, it, and it graces you. you, 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 you. It's Al on Al Anonymous. Thank you for tuning in. I would be ever so grateful if you guys were to perhaps subscribe to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Al Anonymous. And I also have a a website, alanonymous.com, if you want to hit that up. Anyway, today I will be discussing gratitude with my friend Louie. And I just want to read this quick passage that I ended up seeing after we recorded, and I think it's applicable. It is difficult to know what to do with so much happiness. With sadness, there is something to rub against, a wound to tend with lotion and cloth. When the world falls in around you, you have pieces to pick up, something to hold in your hands, like ticket stubs or change. But happiness floats. It doesn't need you to hold it down. It doesn't need anything. Happiness lands on the roof of the next house, singing, and disappears when it wants to. That's, um, you'll, you'll understand how it relates to the pod once you listen. Okay, enjoy! Hello, Louie, and welcome back to Al Anonymous. This is Al. It's good to be back. This is Louie. I am so happy to see you. Oh, um, (laughs) listeners, we're on Zoom. We're on Zoom, seeing each other. Yeah, I might actually um, hide self- I might hide self view because From, I don't I see enough of myself. Okay. Um you could do that if you want. I kind of like feeling like we're in the same room almost, like we're having a conversation. Yeah, which I think gets kind of disrupted when I see myself talking back at me. Okay, well maybe just hide you well is there a way you can just look at me instead of yourself? Like I'm looking at you right now. I could easily look at myself, but I'm looking at you. Yeah, I'm I tried hiding self-view, but it's still there, so mm-hmm. it's okay. Anyways, it's good to see you, too. Yeah, one would even say that I'm grateful to see you. Ah. Because today, we'll be discussing gratitude. Wonderful. Is that because tomorrow's Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Well, also because gratitude should be celebrated and practiced all year round, always. Yeah, I uh, agree. Uh, actually, I disagree, but we can get to that. Mm, okay. Well, what do, you, do you know what gratitude is, Louis? Do I know what gratitude is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. I guess maybe maybe I don't know what it is. Yeah. I I was just gonna say, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for things like syntax, wow, like the yeah. way words um, go in front of one another to make sense. 
Mm-hmm. For example, um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, like that doesn't. It's like, like but it should be giving thanks. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is so uh, I. Or I like don't know be- if I'm grateful for syntax. I I kind of don't really like thinking more than I need to about. What things. about beef Wellington? I don't like thinking about that in general. <laughs> Shouldn't it be Wellington beef? But what is Wellington? Shouldn't we be serving Wellington beef on giving thanks? Is beef Wellington a Thanksgiving dish? No, it's just a dish. <laughs> right. It's just a dish. I think it's when you wrap beef in the pastry. Kind oh. of like an empanada or a, or a hot pocket. Burrito. Or a burrito. Yeah. If it's and yeah, anything can be any food is categorized to into uh, bowl food, sandwich, or soup. I heard that people who eat with their hands are happier than those who use utensils. Have you heard that before? I haven't heard that, but I one time I was using a fork and I was stabbing my food to put it into my mouth because that's how you use a fork. That's what the prongs are for, for stabbing. And I was like, oh, wow, chopsticks are so much nicer because you pick up the food. You don't stab it. I know. I was was like, oh, that just makes so much more sense to be gentle and kind. And even more grateful for your food rather than, you know, stabbing it with a metal fork. I ordered pad thai tonight to eat for dinner and I ate it with a fork because I did not have any chopsticks and it didn't come with chopsticks. And... While I was grateful for, um, you know, the food itself and for the person who delivered it and mm-hmm. all the work that I went into it. I hope you tip them well. I do. I always tip them well. Good. I was a little bit, I would just wish that there had been chopsticks instead of a fork. I feel you. You could have used two, like, pencils, though. No, no. I would never have done that. <laughs> I know. Me neither. <laughs> That's gross. But Maybe. I don't know. I say that, but I used to chew on pencils all the time when I God, was in high school. God, I could go for a pencil right now. I could chew. go for just the eraser. Oh, yeah. I, I don't like eat. the metal part, but there is something That's special. the best part. There is something special about that. The metal part's the best part because you, you, you chew the eraser right off, right? That that goes quickly. And then you, know, you just got the metal part and you, and you clamp down on that and it yeah, closes the clamping, nicely. And it just like molds to your, your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, like the um the memory foam mattress. Or something. I had such an oral fixation in high school that I almost considered getting my tongue pierced. It was wow. it was to the point it was so bad that I would pick up a pencil off the floor and I would see bite marks all over it, and I I'd, I'd still put it in my mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I want to say that's why I started smoking cigarettes, but that's not true. I started smoking cigs because they look cool as hell. And I was right. I became so much cooler when I started Mm -hmm. smoking at 15. Yeah, I like smoking cigarettes because it gives you an excuse not to say anything. Yeah, and to excuse yourself as well. Grateful for cigs. I have since quit, but I miss them often. Yeah. Wow. I really could go for a chew. Did you know... um, Nirvana was called Pen Cap Chew before Nirvana, the band. No, I didn't mm. know that. That's some music knowledge that I have. I'm glad they went with Nirvana. I know. Me too. Did you know that ESG stands for Emerald, Sapphire, and Gold? 
The band, ESG. No, I, I don't even... Who's ESG? Um, That girl group from, like, the late 70s. Uh, they're from, like, the Bronx. Huh. They say, I should, I should know no who that good. is. You, you'll, you would know. They're, like, the most sampled band, like, in history or something. Wow. They're... You... You'll know, uh, whatever. Those are my two music factoids that I know. That Nirvana was called something else in ESG? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I learned uh, a couple weeks ago that Penny Royalty was about like an abortion. It's it like something that people would drink to have abortions. What? That's like a type, it was like a, an abortive um, concoction that people would drink to um, stop the whole my, yeah. A roommate that I had in New Haven, she was convinced that um, dried carrot flour um, could be used uh, in lieu of Plan B for plan, as Plan B to stop um, a pregnancy. So that's something that I don't condone, but, you know, who knows? Maybe it works. I think every Nirvana song is about birth control. Wow. Like something in the way. That's about an IUD. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do another. Uh, heart-shaped box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to explain that one. Oh, good. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't have an explanation. Um, smells like teen spirit. All right, we don't have to. Let's not. Yeah. It's going to get weird. Um, anyways, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I'll be celebrating it by myself. I think most of us will be doing that. Yeah. Um, because that's how you show you care for your family, by not seeing your family. Actually, it's kind of awesome. This is the only year that you have, like, a an excuse to not do Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, it sounds bad, but you know what I mean. I love my family, but it's Thanksgiving... As someone who doesn't drink, Thanksgiving is difficult. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, you can just like, if you drink, you can drink through it. You know? Yeah, I... I, I it, Some people have gonna, nicer families than others. Yeah, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna be like sad about it. Um, but then my mom called me like an hour ago and she was like, are you doing anything with friends or anything for Thanksgiving? And I was like... I don't know, maybe. And she was like, oh, honey. And then I got sad. And I was like, oh, I wasn't even thinking about this until you said anything, Mom. Thanks a lot. Wow. Yeah, moms have that power to just, like, make you feel like shit at any time. Yeah, I was like, I thought that being, like, alone and, like, you know, was cool until you said anything, Mom. Uh You know, and then it was like, apparently... My lifestyle is sad to my mom. Right. Yeah, that's, that's something. <laughs> I think nice it's pretty think great. Though. I think it's pretty great, to be honest. I love my lifestyle. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I'm alone a lot of the time, but I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it rocks. Being alone is awesome. Yeah, but, you know, mom thinks otherwise, and she does make me, she, she has a convincing tone. Yeah, no, my mom is good at making me feel guilty for just about anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. But, um, so happy Thanksgiving to our mothers. Yeah. Uh, great. I'm going to make a pumpkin. Them. I'm going to make a pumpkin pie. Oh, that's so nice. Have you made one before? Uh, I think so. It's been a while. 
Mm. I love pumpkin pie. Really? It's my least favorite. <laughs> it's not really? it's not really pie to me. It doesn't have like the crisscross top, you know. I'm oh, a strawberry need... rhubarb kind of girl. You need a lattice top. I need the lattice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel Beef you. Wellington. You can put like whipped cream on top of the pumpkin pie. That's kind of like a top. Mm, not so much. It's more like a smoothie. I'm sorry. Did you call back the beef Wellington? <laughs> I did. I, I brought it back. I'm sorry. Oh, because it's covered. Because it's also like baked. Yeah, totally. Like a pie. Mm-hmm. Like a chicken pot pie. Uh, what was Burrito? that David? What was that David Cross character that was like chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie? Was that just shoot me? I don't know what David Cross is or just shoot me. It's not like uh, everybody loves Raymond. Not kind of. It was a sitcom <laughs> with with David Spade and David Cross. Oh, it's so good. Wait, was David Spade on whose line is it anyway? Because nope. that show was funny. Yeah. No. Was it just improv? It, it was improv. Who's, yeah, whose line is it anyway? It was improv. Yeah, that was the show that, you know, not everyone liked whose line is it anyway, but everyone who liked it started a improv group. <laughs> is that a joke you just made? I don't know. It's like, you know, the Velvet Underground thing. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that whose line is it anyway was the beginning of the mm. whole improv thing. Yeah, it's, it's possible. I, I well, I enjoy I enjoyed it, and I don't usually enjoy improv. Yeah, they were um, just really good at it. Mm-hmm. I love when people can just like snap it, like tune in and kill it. You know? Uh huh. God. Yeah. It's such a an admirable. It's talent. a talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, they're really they're literally in the present. They really are, but they also have to like go somewhere else and go and like tap into a different present. I think it takes practice, you know? I think that when we watch Whose Line Is It Anyway, we forget that these people have been practicing and training for this their whole lives. Right, right. You know? Drew Carey didn't start out as, you know, Drew Carey, the one that we know. You know, What did he start out as? You know, someone who was a little bit, you know, slow to the punchline. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who, you know, wasn't so funny, maybe. You know? Yeah. How do you get better at being funny? Um, I think... I think it just happened. You get money. Oh, first, money. first you got to get rich. Um, um, right. You have a lot more to laugh about. When you when have not, money. When you have money. Interesting. I find when I'm, when I'm sadder and broker and have less to be grateful for, my sense of humor just really like kicks into high gear. You know, because it's yeah. I have to make up for everything else lacking in my life and it's like well god time to be funny things are really funny yeah i I guess it's person to person you know like i you know comedy is is tragedy Mm -hmm. but but also sometimes when 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 you get when things get really tragic you just don't want to say anything at all you know and you're just not interested even in making people laugh anymore and you think that the things that are coming out of your mouth are worthless so why would you keep on talking you know I wish more people thought that way. Yeah, right? People talk way too much. <laughs> Remember that national song where he's like, I'll get money, I'll get funny again. No, oh. but he wrote the new Taylor Swift album. The whole thing? 
Or... He like uh, consulted. He was a consultant? (laughs) Yeah, isn't that a thing? How much did she get paid for that? Probably a lot. Taylor has a lot of money, but she's not very funny, I don't think. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think so either. She could afford to be funnier, that's for sure. True. Okay, so you have a point there. She's quite rich, and and she still isn't funny. Yeah, wait, so who's really rich and really funny? Nick Kroll. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the most right. most people that we know about have a lot of money. Um, yeah, I guess now they do. But I think he started out rich, and he's and and maintained funniness throughout. You know, right? I think so. I he think, maintained. I think wait, so we, he maintained. He started out rich and maintained his wealth, but also got funny throughout. Yeah, I think life. he got richer. And, got got, and, and I think you got and funnier. Yeah, I want to get. I want to figure out how to get funnier without getting richer, though, because getting getting richer seems like it's harder than getting funnier. I don't know. I think you know. You just gotta keep saying what's on your mind and just mm-hmm. just saying stuff. You know, just keep on. Yeah, like, yeah. Everything. Keep on talking, just... and then whether it's funny or not, you let everyone else decide. Trial and error. Yeah. Right. You let everyone yeah. else decide. You know what? Everyone else is going to decide if it's funny or not. You just, you just, just keep, just keep talking. Di- just keep on diarrheaing out your mouth. Ew. But just keep. Yeah. Yeah, and and people will decide if it's um worth lapping up. Man, there should be some kind of. Never mind. Um, whatever. I'm like, there should be an app where people you test your jokes out and see what they respond to, and then you do your stand-up thing. <laughs> it's called Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh so my god! Al, the few tell time- me- Wait, can I just say the few times I've ever been to stand-up, I'll listen to their stand-up, and then I'll like check out their Twitter, and literally every single one of their jokes was just one of their tweets that That's did okay. well. That's, That's right. what stand-up is. I could yeah. easily do stand-up. You easily. can only see you can only see a stand-up comedian once every like year or two because they just keep they repeat repeating the, the same jokes. stuff. Yeah, oh, doesn't that feel thing. icky? Uh, yeah, because, Ugh, because gives me the sinking feeling just thinking about it. Right, right, right. It's it's um it's, it feels a little bit fake, mm-hmm. <laughs> almost as if they're you know doing an act on stage. Yeah, there should be like an improv stand-up kind of um, scene. I want, yeah, I want to listen like, to just the comedian like you be that on the has spot. no material. I want, yeah, I want, I want, yeah. I, where's the, who's the comedian that just talks and talks and talks and never repeats the thing, anything? Oh, yeah. Wait, are, there must be. Well, you know, I think there's some podcasters out there that mm-hmm. just have a new podcast every week and they don't repeat stuff and they're always funny. I feel like I have a podcast, but I repeat the same shit over and over again. I feel again. like you have a podcast too. <laughs> but I'm not that fun. I'm, I'm not that funny. I know well, I'm a you're little not funny. A, you're, this is a lifestyle podcast. It you're is not, a lifestyle podcast. It's people not, don't come here, here to laugh. The, it's not humor. We're not based. here to laugh. It's Tell lifestyle. me about gratitude. Um, so gratitude is um, the act of being grateful for something. And being being grateful is um, experiencing a a 
solace and warmth about something that is in your life that you would otherwise take for granted. And mm -hmm. you just take a moment to realize and appreciate what something means to you and um, perhaps think about the absence of it and how it, it would affect your life. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good. I don't I don't I don't disagree with any of that. I I think that's what great gratitude is. I have trouble distinguishing gratitude from happiness. Could you could you do you do you think there's a difference? Um definitely. Um gratitude is easier for me to grasp because I can I can work on it. I'm like, "Oh, okay, here is um this glass of water, I'm grateful for it because if I didn't have it right here, if I, if I didn't have water, then it's me recognizing the absence of it and being grateful that it exists in front of me. And it's just easier to access gratitude because, you know, there are exercises. You can make a gratitude list and uh, you just pick things in your mm -hmm. life that you're thankful for or as happiness and sometimes making a gra gratitude list can lead to a feeling of happiness mm. but honestly true happiness i i think it's harder to tap into i i i guess happiness is very similar to feeling like you're in love you mm. know it's ver it's I, maybe it starts with yourself and self-acceptance. Hmm. And happiness... Happiness maybe is not being funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I disagree with that. Yeah, I know. Imagine, imagine being happy without humor. That sounds, like, that sounds like being joyless. Yeah, it does. I, I I don't distinguish between gratitude and happiness easily. I think that they're both um, just a grace. You know, I just a think grace. that, you know, I think that happiness and gratitude are both similar in that it's just like, it's like a breeze on a, on a hot day. You know, it's like it comes and goes and, and, right, right. and, it, and it graces you like from, from, from heaven, you know, it comes down and suddenly you're happy. And I suppose you could put yourself in the in, in a position to experience that more often, but ultimately it's like out of your control. But it's not always out of your control. You See, I, I hear a lot control. about the, the practice of gratitude, you know, you, and, and how it leads to happiness. And I just disagree. I just think Have that, you ever tried making a gratitude list? Well, no, but I... I not that specifically, but I do as someone. You should try it. I mean, I, I, um. Don't knock it before you try it. Well, no, no. Um, All I'm saying is. Expression that we use here on the Lifestyle Podcast. I just think it's unfair to ask everyone to be gratitude or to practice gratitude. You know, it's when, when they can't get, when they can't feel that, you know, like when they're just, they just can't feel it. And, and. And I yeah, and I'm talking about like depression and mm -hmm. and 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 I and and as someone who works in a religious setting and is asked to lead services and most of which are just gratitude practice, it can be a little bit um, f 
frustrating forced. and forced. Yeah, it's always forced for me, and and it's and sometimes I feel like um, a it's not accessible to everybody, and b well maybe if we're having trouble with gratitude, the answer isn't to practice it harder; it's to figure out what the hell's wrong, you know. And well, and and I just don't like how everyone's answer to problems and in, in their lives, whether it's whether it's depression or or alcoholism or whatever it is, like, is to just be more great grateful because maybe there are things that you deserve that you don't have, and the answer isn't to just be grateful for the things that you have. It's the answer is to fight for the things that you want. And I feel like if you ask someone to be grateful for the things they have, what you're really telling them is to stop fighting for the things that they want. I see what you're saying. I do. But um, I do think it's it's difficult to do it, it, um, to practice an exercise like like gratitude but um like we we're discussing earlier these comedians they get better by way of practice you know and mm-hmm. that is a way of um you know fighting for what they want i being a better comedian mm-hmm. and if you're trying to achieve happiness say maybe it is be- it, you have to force yourself to practice gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like you said, I think gratitude and happiness are one and the same and like uh, wisps of grace. But I you guess do have to you do have to like make an effort. Um, I guess that so what I'm trying to say is that there's also there's just an overwhelming force in our world today. Um, that is causing everyone to feel a tremendous lack of gratitude for whatever right. reason. And the answer is to not try harder to be grateful. The answer is to create a world where you're not constantly um, jealous of your neighbor or, or, or you know, you know uh, um, seeing... Other, what other people have and comparing it to what you have and 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 value and evaluating yourself based on you know impossible standards um you know and it's like that's the reason why people are are upset and that's the reason why people are like practicing gratitude all the time is because it's like there's these tremendous forces that they should be fighting against that are um, making them feel less than and making them feel undervalued and making them feel useless. And it's like, that's not going to go away if you just like tell yourself that like, isn't this great that I have like a plant in my room? Well, I don't think, I don't think anyone is useless. Um, And I all, jealousy is an issue that I struggle with immensely. Probably my biggest setback um to the way of happiness is you know comparing myself to others and seeing what they have and comparing it to what I have and feeling lesser than or inadequate or I guess even useless you know but um once you 
you can't compare yourself to anyone else because there's only one you. There's only and the, you haven't lived their life and they haven't lived yours. And um, I just reject that it's my mindset that's the problem here. You know. So you think it's your neighbor's fault? No, that's not my problem. neighbors. Or I think it's just society? like society. Yeah, sure. Mm, if yeah. you want to, you want to go there. Like, yeah, I think so. I think it's more like we have like a fucked up system of values, and like, and um, it's having like real like mental consequences. But what about and, your- and the only answer people are willing to give each other in big institutional religious educational settings is to be more mindful and the grateful and to um, you know practice that so they can be happier. But like. That's that's like treating cancer with um, jokes. Laughter is the best medicine, people. I say. agree. I love that. I love um, laughter, and there's there's plenty to go around. But well, sometimes there, you know, there is no cure for cancer, and sometimes the best thing you can do is, you know, laugh and accept it, and that is a mindset. You know, I don't know. I think Kurt Cobain. Um, thought you could eat someone's cancer um right. how does uh, and that was how you cured it and that's kind of like abortion right yeah yeah um you just eat it you just find the uh-huh. cancer and eat it <laughs> yeah that's what he thought you should do yeah he's no longer with us wow it wasn't even cancer it wasn't um hmm. i don't really want to talk about that okay <laughs> well um, Sorry, you said everything was on the table. I didn't. I didn't no, no, no. I, I just wasn't. I was listening to a podcast earlier today about Courtney Love. Oh. You know, it's whatever. Um, I love Courtney Love. Me too. Me too. I, lo- I really loved Kurt Cobain too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think happiness comes from within, not from the environment that you're in. That's what I think. I think happiness is is finding a way to be content wherever you are. Like, you could be surrounded by, like, shit and gloom and terrible, terrible things. But you can find, you can make, you can laugh about it, you know? You can, you can find things to be happy about or just laugh about. I don't know. It's hard for me to distinguish between humor and happiness, maybe. Um, actually, no, that's not true. But I, th- I do think that happiness comes from within and to access that practicing gratitude is on the way to accessing happiness. Though yeah. I, I'm not really one to talk. I, I struggle with depression. I am asleep or bummed out most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really know a lot about happiness. Yeah. And I don't know. All I'm saying is that it's like, a mad, like, like it's like a plant that's not getting enough sunlight. Right. And the answer isn't to just like think about the things that the, well, at least you have soil, you know, and at least every now and then it rains on you. Um, when the the when the answer is just no, you need to clear the space above you so that you can let the sunlight in, you know. And and I don't think, and I just think that 
I don't know. I'm surrounded well, you by do a know lot. That plants, you do know that plants, they grow toward any uh, direction of light, whether it's sunlight or artificial. So plants do work. If they don't have what they need, they will um, work for their uh, like survival. And Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a really good point. And I think, that, I think that's a good that is a good point. And, and um, I'm not saying that plants should just wait for the sunlight to grace them necessarily, but maybe things are darker for us than we want to admit. I mean, for sure. Oh my God, for sure. It's really dark. There's, there's so much to hate about the world and, and be sad about and, and like, give up you know and just kind of mm-hmm. like feel like it's out of your control fuck it whatever yep but also <laughs> no one wants to be around that kind of person honestly what do you mean do that you? kind of person a negative nancy no yeah i <laughs> but but there's also why would you want to dwell on things sucking when well, when I like can, negative people. Can, I, I do too. Because, I love to talk shit. I love to criticize, but I also because you know what I think rather, that their negativity and their cynicism—well, not even their skepticism. I don't like skepticism. I don't like when people uh, call skeptics cynics. When I don't like that I think, either. I think that their skepticism and their negativity belies a sense of we could be doing better. You know, and that that's really what it is. It's not that everything sucks forever. You know, it's not like it's recognizing that we could be doing better. Yeah, it's the sense that like, you know, like, like, I come from this planet full of, you know, like one day this spaceship will come down and return me to my planet um, full of really um, interesting and impressive people that I enjoy being around, you know, and it's like, and it's and, and it's like, that's why I'm such a piece of shit down here and why I hate all of you is because, well, I come from this other place well, that maybe is full of, that does things the right way. Maybe that's you feeling grateful for optimism. Maybe optimism is another form of gra- gratitude. <laughs> you know? Hot Twitter. <laughs> yes. Hot Twitter. I wish I could yeah. go there. That's yeah. an inside joke Louie and I have, by the way. Listeners, I don't really, it's um, a place you can go no, you on can't. Twitter, that you can't go unless you're um, hot and you can be on hot Twitter. No, it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just really funny. It's just funny and 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 on the, and it's not embarrassing at all, you know. And it's just a really good place. We just yeah. we we spend most of the days just laughing at the things that people tweet on normal Twitter. Yeah, but on we hot just, Twitter, we can't believe we can't believe the things you're saying down there. Okay. Oof. We're getting far out. Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm just saying that I have high expectations and that and I think that people can do better and I and I think that and I you know what I really admire you for that because I don't think we should accept things the way they are um, I fully fully agree with you but I do think that um, being practicing gratitude and working on your mindset is a good coping mechanism and skills so as the hopelessness and um lack of control doesn't completely consume you so you're just like 
depressed yeah. all the time. You no, know, I, there there are, yeah, we we have to cope. We ha- we have to cope. Some people use alcohol, mm-hmm. and that's what I used for a really long time. So I had to find other coping mechanisms. And gratitude is um, no a one gets hurt. Mechanism. Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel like I feel We're like all mind- coping. I feel like mindfulness and gratitude are like the new, the new opiate of of the. Of the masses. Up, no, not even the masses. The not upper, the, masses. the upper middle class, the the upper classes. Well, hopefully, all the listeners of my podcast. I'm trying to spread the idea of mindfulness, gratitude, for oh, free. You'd fit in at my school. I just, it's just your I school just, isn't free. For you teach, my podcast no, it's, is it's, free though. Is it? Yes, I would never take away this uh, mental health tool from people um, because. They can't afford it. No, I love that you do that, and I love podcasts, and I like that it, it people look forward to it, and it makes their day. Um, oh, I like that too. It's um, it's a really, it's a good thing, and we should all just be making each other's lives better. Yeah. Also, I think all schools should be free. Yeah, totally. Agreed. Private school. Did you go to private school? No. Me neither. I don't know. I'm grateful that I didn't go to private school, but I also don't remember a thing that I learned in school. Nothing. Not even how to share? I think I learned how to share by having a sibling and like socializing at like the pool club or whatever. I mean, who taught you algebra? I don't know algebra. Sure Are do. you kidding me? No. You know how to, you if know someone how to write. if someone gave someone, me an algebra algebra problem and they were like solve it, I would be like no. You wouldn't know how to write. I would not know. How do you like A plus B? No. I don't know algebra. Do you? Well, you work at a school. I mean, I'm I'm I use variables in my life, you know? I think about mm. things as x and y sometimes. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Not in like an equation way, but just like this could be any number of things. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Yes. And um, how will you be celebrating? Um. Well, I'm upstate. So... Are you upstate or are you up and overstate? I'm up and overstate. I am very close to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm up in overstate. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't really call this upstate either. I'm from the Hudson Valley, which is much true, more proper up, upstate. That's upstate. That's upstate. I don't think upstate should go past go past the Hudson Valley. But you know, it's like New York, Westchester, Catskills, and everything else is like. Pennsylvania or something. What about the Adirondacks? Is that upstate? Yeah, I guess that's upstate. My mom lives there, but I just don't really like the Adirondacks. It's so... I don't like traveling very far from the city, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's really, it's really difficult for me to not be in New York. Um, even during this pandemic, I feel guilty almost for not being there. Mm-hmm. Almost like I'm feeling guilty for experiencing like happiness or gratitude, like to be away and 
I guess that's a weird thing. Sometimes I feel guilty about feeling happy. Yeah. Is, but that just might be my own issue. But I imagine other people must feel that way, right? I don't know. When I feel happy, that's all I feel. Yeah, I maybe I still don't really understand full happiness. You have to just. Or I think thing, I don't deserve it. It's probably that my low self-esteem. Always when I feel gets happiness, the, the hardest the hardest thing is to just allow myself to continue to feel that as long, and not think about how it how fleeting a feeling it it is, you know, and and not let that idea. Um, yeah. You know. They, they do say ignorance is bliss. Yeah, I just think you know. There's, there's, it's, it's like, you know, when things are tough and, 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 and you're sad, you have to think, oh, this, this, this too will pass, you know? Yeah. And you kind of have to like think that way about happiness too, but also that's, um, that's true and right on and, you know, and it's, but also valid. like, but like not to think, well, oh no, this is going to pass soon and, and, and let, and, and let yourself get down about that. You have to be like, um, well, just in. Enjoy it right now. Can't think about it temporally. You just have to be here now. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Being present is also a thing that you need to practice. That's just as difficult as Mm -hmm. um, practicing gratitude, mindfulness. Mm -hmm. You know. That's why that was. That's what makes a good actor a good actor. If they're really present, probably comedians too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, another word for being present is being mindful. That's why animals are such good actors, because they're just constantly in the present. They, they really are. Yeah, that's why. And that's and why love, they're so pure. That's too. yeah. And, and child actors, you know, like they're always people are always like, oh, they were so like Anna Paquin. What happened? It's because she was she was living in the moment. I thought it was she, because they had wild imaginations. No, no, no. It's because but it, they're just so because present. Because they're so present. That's yeah. interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You ever seen and Air also, Bud? With the dog. Yeah, or Babe Pig. Babe really, Pig. really good animal actors. Dunstan checks in. Love that one. And um, I can't it's just it. incredible acting. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is not an animal. <laughs> I know, but Eddie Murphy as a donkey was so good. Now that, that's funny. He's funny. Now I feel that's like humor. If, I feel like if he was given a mic with no material, he'd kill it. You know? Eddie Murphy? Mm-hmm. Or the donkey? You, you know what I mean. But yeah, the bo- both. He, he huh. like, animated... He, he made the character the donkey. Um, I feel like actors, in addition to being present, they also have mm-hmm. to have a wild imagination, which I think is cool. I never really um, thought of actors as, like, artists until fairly recently when I learned about mindfulness, I guess. Oh, yeah. And also when I realized how difficult it was for me to do. It's hard. I mean, think about this. What do you do with your mouth when the camera starts rolling? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't like, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, kind of like, what, what do, do you do? Or, do I close it? Do I let it hang? And my mouth, do you mouth breathe a little bit? Stop. 
You know, they that's being about, too present. I don't yeah, like being too no, present. No, that's that's not being present at all. Actually, that's the opposite. That's why I would be a terrible actor because I'd be like, I'm not doing the right thing with my mouth right now. Yeah. You know, I've I've been thinking about that a lot recently because I've been wearing masks at work. You know, and I've been thinking, oh, yeah, you can do it's it. Great you that want no one, under there. It's, yeah, it's great that no one can see me like um, <laughs> mouth breathing. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm having a very serious conversation with a student. I'm just like. <laughs> you know yeah they have no idea that's very <laughs> funny or uh, i'm talking to my crush and i'm just like eh. all right <laughs> um all right louie well happy thanksgiving that's it <laughs> no we can keep going but it, that's okay we we're can like stop at, too we're like at it this is it flew right on good. by this has been a breeze uh yeah Oh, right. good. Um, well, I um, I hope everyone's having a good day wh- wherever they are, um, and um, and I wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And um, uh, I'm grateful for all of. I'm grateful for all pe- all people. Louis, we you can zoom in on my upstate um, Thanksgiving with just me and my cohabitator at the moment if you want tomorrow could be nice oh i thought it was going to be you and your whole family and it was just going to be like different versions of al you know al like in like eddie murphy like in uh like in nutty professor the nutty professor man that yeah. is so funny that movie is so funny <laughs> hercules part oh my hercules. god it's so funny no i'm not seeing my family tomorrow because of covid me neither but I have been cohabitating upstate with my reluctant life partner. Uh, uh, but you can zoom in and join. Okay. I, yeah, I got to zoom with my family for like a little bit, but maybe after that. My family doesn't know how to zoom, so that's I'm grateful for that. Just cool. kidding. I love my family. I'm so sad that I can't see them this year. It's, My brother's coming down on Friday with his wife, and we're going to oh. take some mushrooms and go to um, the Greenwood Cemetery. Whoa. Yeah, just a little bit. I hope I want to you... see Leonard Bernstein's grave. Um, Jean-Michel Basquiat is also there. Ah. Uh, nice. But, yeah, that's cool. Have yeah. you taken mushrooms with your brother before? No. Good luck. It's not going to be that much. It's just going to yeah, be enough. Be, to I'm just it. kidding. I hope nice. you can access some form of happiness or gratitude while you're tripping. Totally. That'd be cool. All right, thank you. Um, uh, and, I, and I hope that tomorrow you and your life partner um, feel some gratitude yourselves. Yeah. I hope so, too. And I'm grateful for you, Al. I'm grateful for you, Louie. Oh my God! Remember when I was when I ate mushrooms at the beach and I had to get out of the water and tell you how grateful I was for you? Mm-hmm. And then I said you felt so safe. Mm-hmm. Is that because you had been practicing gratitude that morning? No, it was because I was tripping. But also, it just let the I let the gratitude wash over me, and I just, like a grace. Yeah, and I just had to tell you, I'm grateful there for you, go. you always. Oh, thanks. Um, um, appreciate it. All right. So this has been another episode of Al Anonymous. Thanks all right. for listening. Please hey, enjoy like the subscribe. tune. Enjoy the tune. Oh, yeah. Louie made the tune and we're playing it now. 